Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of Merv Hughes Fishing, starring Mervyn at Griffin. Hey, big round of applause. Jason Kennedy, Ooh. and I'm <laughs> Kevin Hillier. Kevin, thank you. No. Mate, what a start. Not as good as podcast five start, but... We had to start, sack that bloke. Start to the Braddy, start to the Braddy Johnson podcast. Uh, We're away. Giddy up. Um, listen, pretty excited. Um, we're going to be talking about cod fishing and preparing for cod fishing. So we're going to have a when talk. When does to, that start, cod um, fishing? Well, it's still going now. Okay. And then they have a, a closed season from, I think it's the 1st of September yeah, yep. to, the, to first. the 1st of December. So yep. three months. Yep. Um, and then have the big cod opening weekend up at Mulwala. Yep. Um, that's a that's a great boat. Uh, just going to talk to Matt Kaneen out of Wagga um, about spinner baits and the use of spinner baits on on cod. Is cod uh, or your one of your favourite fishes to to go? Both of you love it. Um, one of my fish. one of my favourite fish to chase. I yep. can't say I've actually caught one yet. Oh really? No, I have caught a couple, oh. but it just makes it sound more dramatic, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Now they are they are a tough fish to catch, and when when we talk about getting out, you've got to give yourself an opportunity. And if you're going to chase cod, and if you're going to chase that trophy cod, give yourself, I reckon, a good maybe twenty five years. It's <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> <He's> right. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> hang on, I'm going to be uh, very old when I catch uh, my first cod. No, no, <laughs> there's there's plenty of cod around, and. Um, as we said, closed season opens up. We've got um, impoundments like Eildon that don't have a closed season. They're yeah. stocked. Yep. You can fish for them all year round, but they have a limit. And I reckon in Victoria now it's a slot yeah, limit. Is. Yeah, it is. is it 50 to 75 or is it 55? To I reckon it's 50 to 75. Always go to the website and but, check. Yeah, I know we should have done it before. If you're, the, gonna go out, if you're going to go out in the cod, um, check it. Now, this time we talk about Murray Cod. The first river that I think of is Murray River. Um, during the closed season and, and during the winter now, where the cod get a little bit sluggish, so the thing that you do get up in the Murray is a Murray cray. So a freshwater cray. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Giddy up. Oh. Lovely. Yes. Here's a question without Very notice, nice. big fella. That you've, you, you do the freshwater series with, with Maddie from, yeah. uh, from Gangster. Yeah. Freshwater Masters, yeah, actually. Fr- fresh, yes. now, what's, what's your favourite cod destination in Australia? Um, listen, I love my whaler. Yeah. Um, go up there and... I suppose I like it now because I found out – well, I haven't found out where to fish. I'm more confident in fishing in my whaler because you know a few spots and we've picked up a couple of fish. And when you go to a new spot, it's always tough, isn't it, unless yeah. you're fishing with a local. Um, so we get out there and we just got a couple of little uh, trial runs that we do. Um, you know, over near the dead tree at Moala. <laughs> Keep it under your hat, Kev. Kevin, uh, there's cast, about 50,000. That narrows it down for a Cast around the dead tree. And, but the, the thing that I thought about cod was they're a deep water fish. But in the summer, they catch a lot of good cod in shallow water. Yeah. So um, like everyone else, I'm just learning more and more about it. So uh, we're talking to Matt from Gangster Lures yes. in just a tick. But is, so is that is that the key to getting the cod is having the right lures and all that? Oh yeah, part of it. Yeah, well, knowing knowing where they are, where snags, they're going to be in snags, yeah, around structure, yeah, um, whether they're going to be deep or whether they're going to be up shallow on on clear days where the water's still, um, predators in the sky and all that stuff. So um, they they probably get a little bit deeper. But when you got a meter twenty fish, there's not too much to worry about. Is there? <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> 
<laughs> a meter twenty. I don't. I don't reckon they'd be be scared of the five meter croc. The uh, cod. Right. Yeah. All right. I reckon they'd eat them. We'll talk to Matt next from Gangster well, well, just, just before we go to the yeah. break. Just, be, just yeah. before we go to the break. Who invited him? Hey, this is another question without notice. But for Kevin, though, because yeah. you've heard this story, you've heard it, Mervyn. Okay. What do you get, Kevin, if you cross a flea with a fish? What do you get if you cross a flea with? I have no idea, Jason. Itchy cod. You'll listen to the Merv Hughes uh, podcast. We'll see you after the break. Oh, <laughs> On Merv Hughes Fishing, uh, we're heading to Wagga Wagga now, Mervyn Gregory. Wagga Wagga. To uh, the man behind Gangster Lewis, Matt Kinane is joining us. G'day, Matt. Matt How are we, boys? Kinane, Hello, Matty. Sorry, Matt. What's now, going Matt, on? Now, Matt, fair dinkum, people. If you're from Wagga Wagga, you just say Wagga, don't you? Wagga, yeah, don't call Wagga Wagga Wagga. Just call it Wagga. I've done well, Matt. I've, I've got your name wrong and I've called it Wagga Wagga. <laughs> no, nah, you do right, mate. Cor- it's all good. I'm going in the corner corner to Salt Salt. <laughs> now, now, Matty, Gangster Lewis, yeah. um, how long has that been up and running now? So started as a, a backyard project for you and it's oh, got, yeah. got a little bit bigger than that. Yeah, it did actually. Well, well, you know how it got bigger. Once your mates know you make, you start making lures, you've got a lot of friends. Yeah. So they come out of nowhere. So I'm glad I didn't buy a brewery. Yeah, well, <laughs> it could be worse. It could be, but yeah. no, t- 2006, so it's, what are we now, 718? So she's, yeah, yeah um, been doing it for a while now. So it sort of just took off, mate. There was a bit of a need out there. You know, there's a lot of brands floating around that uh, I thought my opinion just um, didn't quite cut it for what I was using. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and you know, not saying that um, we're the biggest and the best. There's still some great Aussie brands out there, but, you know, a lot of the stuff coming in from overseas were – the Aussie guys sort of found that they just wouldn't handle the, the crack and fish we have here in Australia, like the Murray Cod and, and then even some of the yellow belly that can really do a bit of damage to some lures. But, um, you know, we, we kicked it off way back then, started off pretty small and then it just took off. And now we're sort of, you know, in all the big chains and, and all your good little t- local tackle stores are floating around. So we do a lot of custom builds and have the standard ones you see in most shops. But, yeah, it's been, it's been going great guns ever since. So I've got to tell you, Kevin. His biggest custom built one mm-hmm. were the red, white, and blue ones after the Bulldogs oh. won the flag two years ago. Seriously? Surprised. Oh, I've, I've got about 300 of them. He's fantastic. Um, <laughs> now, of the spinner baits, there, there may be some people um, not akin or, or don't understand the spinner baits. Can you explain what a spinner bait does? Well, pretty much. Like in the world of lures, the spinner baits is pretty much. Uh, a very versatile lure. You know, you can um, you control these things. You can cast them in any depth of water. Um, obviously, just depending on the weight, but just their versatility. You know, from casting around snags, say where the say for example, the Murray cod live, and even um, you know we've got some people that use them right up north. Um, you know, in some of the species right up north, like the odd Saratoga and those sorts of things. You know, but the, the guys that hang around the structure, they're great lures to get right in there, and um, you can work them in around timber as opposed to the old hard body that's got you know two sets of trebles hanging off, a bit more susceptible to snagging up. But you, that doesn't say you don't snag the old spinner bait up. You'll always see the boys there pulling away at lines because they are, you know, yeah. had the unlucky snag. But just their versatility, mate. Um, you know, you'd know yourself uh, how good they are when we, we go to the Masters <laughs> or the Cod Classic, you know, like where you can put them and yeah. what you can do with them. But... Um, I think that's why they're so, they're so popular. You know, it's just literally the way you can fish with the guys. Like, and, you know, from the weighted uh, perspective, you know, from down the quarter ounce up to, say, like even our two-and-a-half-ounce model, you know, um, some blokes will still choose to cast those ones. But, 
um, you know, just like I said, versatility, yeah. uh, what you can do with the guys, and and just so just so many different like um, uh, attributes to a spinner bait, like blades that you can put on for different vibration, different uh, water speeds and water level. You know, just there's so much to come into play, and it's not just colour and all that sort of caper that you catch the uh, angler as he walks into a yes. tackle shop. Yeah, there's well, quite a bit that comes into play, you know. So like my um, like my mate Squizzy says, a good lure will catch a. a more fishermen than they catch fish. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Now, as you're saying, the different colours. Now, I can understand the different colours. They've all got different yep. colours. Um, the one thing that I, I can't understand and, and totally amazed by is the amount of different blades that you have on your spinner baits. And you just said there that uh, they put up a, a different vibration. Um, can you yep. talk us through a couple of the different blades that you have? Oh, well, look, let's just say, for the blokes who don't understand, let's just Pretend we're looking yeah, at no, a tablespoon. You're, you're, you know? you're talking to Kevin Hillier here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, oh, yeah, no, you're all right. That's all right, Kevin. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. But um, <laughs> it, it's, uh, yeah, no, if you, let's just say to those guys that, you know, not quite sure what goes on. So let's look at a tablespoon. Well, that's a Colorado blade. So they you throw those on top of a spinnerbait and they just offer, you know, the nice, good crank and vibration as they work through the water, especially the bigger models on the big cod spinnerbaits. They just thump along and offer out some, um, now, depending on the colours too, we've got to talk about colour. You've got silver, like a, a nickel for a brass to a copper to a black nickel and, and then some of the painted ones and fluoros. But let's just talk about a Colorado blade. It just offers a really good thump and action in the water. Um, and the old helicopter effect, which is what are people, what's he talking about there? When you cast yep. a lure, you don't just um, start winding it back. You let it sink. And as that lure sinks, those blades kick in the gear straight away. And a lot of cod will grab those um, spinnerbaits on the, on the free fall, which yeah. is sort of known as a heli- helicopter effect, you know, on the fall before you whack them in the gear. But then, you, let's say you walk into a willow leaf, willow leaf um, blade, which is pretty much, if that describes it, or like a small gum leaf, like a nice um, um, narrow blade. They, yeah. they spin. They don't take much to get cracking at all. So they're pretty good in, say, really fast water because um, – you know, the, the, the old saying I've worked out over the years are design and models and, and it's not just putting wire together and paying them up and putting a hook. It is it is power to weight, I like to call it, the power of the water or the um, the weight of the lure. So, you know, if you put two smaller blades on, say, a big two-and-a-half-ounce thing, those blades are going to go flat out. The lure is going to sink a hell of a lot quicker and get to the bottom and sort of not where you want to go. Look, there's a no. fair bit of science behind them to get them all balanced and working well so that no matter where you are um, – in the water column where you want to be, everything's going to work in, in the place. So there's, there's a thousand out there, like you said. Um, yeah. And then you go to a tomahawk, which is pretty much to give you an idea what that is for the listeners, just say like the old uh, Nike sign logo, which is just a tick shape of a sort of a, a nice tick or a little, um, um, you know, so it, it, it a offers a different... A little uh, whoosh. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, 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 it's sort of half to half a degree taken out of, say, of a Colorado blade if you chopped a bit out of it and it sort of gives a different bit of a thump as they work through the water, you know. So there's there's quite a lot of little things that come into play with spinnerbaits, whether it comes down to, you know, your weight, your blade, colour like we've spoken about. Then you, yeah. you even go into little things such as your wire size, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's no put no point putting on a um, target and everyone wants, let's face it, everyone wants to go and catch a metre plus cod. So, yeah. you know, you don't want to be putting little... Um, yeah, you know, a wire, a mill, a mill thick. You know, you need some heavy yeah. duty stuff. So all that comes into play too when the balance of a lure and your design. Then you, you know, and then you put your soft plastics onto them. As yeah. so, it's just there's quite a bit goes into them. Yeah. But now I've, I've got blades, a couple. Yeah. I've got a couple with the blades. 
Um, when you talk about that tablespoon effect, I've seen the blades that have got the dimples through them. Does that just throw yep. out more of a vibration with the dimples? <clears throat> yeah, vibration. So you got usually got smooth finish and uh, hammered finish in the blades. Right. So and bit, then you can bit, get some bit like bit yeah. like us two when we go fishing. We normally got the hammered feeling by the end of the day. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, I'll take the smooth approach then, mate. I'm happy with the smooth one. Yeah, good, oh, I think you jump off there. Now, with that, geez, I had another good question there. I just I just got so happy with myself with that hammered call. <laughs> That's all right. Um, now, just a, a really quick one from me. Is yep. it is it the colour of the lure, the action of the lure, or is it the lure in front of the face of the cod that makes a difference? Look, um, I think at the end of the day, a combination of all three is a fish. combination of all three. Yeah. It, it, but at the end of the day, you can throw a lure you want. Yeah. You can throw it in, throw a worm in the water, you know, drown a worm if you want to. But if there's nothing there, yeah, there's nothing it's not going to happen in it. So there's two things that really need to happen. You need to find a fish and you, yeah. and you need to find the right colour on the day to put through them. I mean, you know what it's like when we go and fish the, let's just say the Masters, for example. Yeah. Uh, the Australian Freshwater Masters do the Bass League. Um, we can throw a thousand other colours, but unless we're white, we won't tell them, do we? The colour that we use and pick all the points up on, but yeah, you know, you find the right one, yeah, and it works. You yes. know, we can you can drag lures all day through those bass, not don't want to touch it, yeah. Um, or then we you know do some jigging, they don't want to touch it, but then you know, there's a lot of things come and play. Then you go to the cod, you know, we look at the Murray cod and say, let's say the one you got, let's of all places to pull snag one out at Windermere, and yeah. um. You got him on a fluoro, you know, sunny day, um, bright colour, and he's just smashed that, you know. But you go to Mawala, different water, and you yeah. notice some of the colours we're using down there to pick them up. And then and then you go into the fluoros, like the Hulk and that we do. Like, I think it was last year at the Masters, and um, when you and Big Sump nailed yeah. a few on the Hulk, yeah. well, and that's, then we that's nailed the next, a few on Red and Black. Yeah, well, that's the next thing I was going to ask you. In in your range of lures, how many yep. how many different types of lures have you got, and what, what would you call your flagship of the gangster range? Oh, it'd have to be the Mervyn, wouldn't it? I was hoping you were going to say that, but I thought you were going to go with your mother frogger. <laughs> yeah. uh, this, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, the mother frog has been. Yeah, mother yeah. frog has been huge, hasn't it? And, yeah, and also your huge, hog. Yeah, like, yeah, well, that's in there. You know, the outcast series, that's just a colour, but the mother frogger, that just went, you know, great guns. Um. Now, Kevin, Kevin's got the frown. What the hell is a mother frogger? Yeah, okay. So, virtually, uh, one spin a boat. You. Yeah. Spin, yeah, a, no. spin a boat, um, and it's got a, a soft plastic frog on it. So, you let it yep. and it's you got the frog sort of swimming through the water. Okay. So, he puts puts plastics on the back. So, he's got, he's either got um, soft plastic fish, but this is a, a soft plastic frog on okay. the back of it. He's, you've, you've just sort of started to branch out into those um, surface lures, too. Where's it? Yeah, like the hard bodies and those sorts of things. So no, yeah, no, we'll no, through fun. the through the spinner baits. I'm talking. Oh yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. some of the yeah. You've got some smaller stuff there, but to, it's the surface is another ball game altogether, yeah. you know. But um, in regards to that, yeah, the mother frogger, that'd be the flagship one. Like that's you know, let's touch base on that. Yeah. It's probably one we had a pretty much good record set with. Um, uh, was it the four or five uh, the biggest cod comps in the country, yeah. all one in one season on the gangster lure? They're all over a metre and all on the mother frogger. So I was right. pretty proud that that happened. So Maddie, so what's been your biggest cod that you've landed? Well, speaking, I'll tell you where we are, Jay. Speaking of the mother frogger, we were up in testing stage for that, and went to blaring, and I and I said to the boys, I said, right, I got the camera ready. We'll just see what these things can do and what they look like underwater. And um, I've turned around, looked at the boys in the back of the boat, waiting for a bit of a nod off, throwing the rod out, the line out, and um, 
let it sink for a while. And I said, right, I'll crack in again. I think I wound it like maybe five or six times and I'm just turning around. You ready to film? Like I'll bring it up past the boat and bang, I got me 112. So, oh, hey. so that was uh, that on the... that's, that's a meter 12, Kev. Oh, yeah. okay. Yep. Yeah. What would that weigh, Maddie? Oh, I wouldn't know, mate. I don't pull them. Oh, old school blokes would weigh them, but you know, um, I'm a lot Just younger, yeah, it's, it's so a, I'm it's, all about the measurements. Yeah, so. it's, it's amazing, isn't it? The different fish that you, you chase. Some's a measure. Most of them measure. Some are weight. The barrow, yeah, and, the, it, yeah. and it always like the older guys you go with is, is more about weight than length. And the guys now tend to be the younger guys who fish those now tend to be more about length than weight. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. it comes down to the you know the, the different era now. We're growing into um, learning a bit more about the fish. You know, safe handling and those sorts of things. Like back in the day, the old boys would just pull them out of the by the lip and pull them out of the water and, and hang them on a thing and weigh them and then let them go. And most of those fish would used to die because, right. um, you know, what, what they've learnt with the safe handling, you know, like um, pull a – I mean, it'd be like hanging on to your jaw and hanging you, picking <laughs> you up. I wouldn't be able to lift you up, but anyway, I'm sure you, you wouldn't you like talk, it. You're talking to Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I was. Sorry, yeah. Kev, you're still there. Sorry, no, mate. Yeah. No, that's all right, Matt. You, okay, you, got, you got him. Uh, he, he looks He looks like a puffed-up toadfish at the moment. <laughs> yeah, thanks very much. Yeah. No mirrors in your well, we place, clearly. We, we won't go into weight there with Kevin, then, you reckon? Or? <laughs> no, 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 I won't go. Just we'll go, go, we'll go, go length. We'll go length. Yeah, yeah five foot two. Yeah, absolute length. <laughs> five yeah. foot two. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. But hey, Matt, but, yeah. having said, having talked about the the froggers and the Mervins and all that, how do, how do people uh, have a look at, at your range? Can we jump on a website and have a look? Uh, we're building another one. We've been building one for quite a while. We've been slack with that, but you jump on Facebook or you can yep. jump online, just type them in. You know, a lot of the guys sell them online. That's one thing we sort of don't plan on doing. We, you know, we, we wholesale them out, so we let all the all the stockers do all the wheeling and dealing okay. online, which is. Um, which I found in business is a really good thing because, you know, you're not competing with the guys that, that sell your product. So, But it's gangster um, with an A, Matt. Is that right? Sorry, mate. It's gangster with an A. Is that right? Yeah. yeah so yeah, G-A-N-G-S-T-E-R. E-R. Oh, yeah. Gangster yeah, Lewis, yeah. It's gangster, so it's G-A. G-A, yeah. Yeah. Now, you touched on it before. Um, while you've been doing the spinnerbaits for the 12 years now, um, yep. Just branching out into the hard bodies. Yeah, I've had a, I've had a few profiles they've had for a long yep. time, been just trying to find the time to work it out. But um, we bought the old um, Legend Lures as well. Um, we just didn't want to see something another great brand, you know, head overseas. So we sort of just bought on that. Been sitting on that for a while. So we're in the oh, process yeah. of revamping that. So. Um, and that's gonna, just, is, uh, that, is that going to stay under the the Legend Lures brand, or is it going to come under the oh, gangster look, name? Probably under maybe Gangster Lewis Legend series or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't want to – just another old Aussie icon. Didn't want to see it go. So yeah. we'll probably leave it at, at the Legend and we'll be involved with that from a side and probably have to employ another few more people to get on and help keep growing that one again. But, um, work. you know, it's it's just, uh, you know, the fishing game's phenomenal at the moment with the amount of stuff that's coming in from overseas, which is good product. But at the end of the day, mate, we're in Australia. I don't worry about, um, you know, we're not global. We're local. So yeah. we just like to hang around here and, you know, um, support the local guys and, you know, with the stores and donations and competitions and right. just, you know, want to keep everything in Australia at the end of the day. So. Well, the one thing you can do too, if you're interested in getting things done as in custom made for, for an event, mm. um, so, yep. so Kevin Hillier is having a fishing competition down, mm. down at Werribee. Yep. Okay, the yep. the brim fishing comp. Not that you're going to use spinner baits, no, okay. um, but you know the and you you can get them bladed up and and named. He, he does all that, the colours okay. that you want. So mate, you can yep. cater for anything that you need. Now, Jace, you're you're sitting there putting your hand yeah, up and you I just want you to might know. get in there because yeah, because it shows about cod. 
Maddie, what's your top three cod destinations? Just look, uh, the first of December is going to come upon us real quick. So, what do you recommend people go and use? Uh, well, where to? We'll look at the yeah, look. Well, Blair, where I'm at, in, Blair. in the Riverina. So, in the Riverina, look, I, I can't go past, um, say, even our local river, the Murrumbidgee, Mighty Bidgee. But then I'd go to Blairing and then and then head to Mulwala, I'd say. But the way that the fisheries are stocking a lot of dams at the moment, um, um, inland impoundments, those sorts of things. You know, I guess to say uh, even Copeton and um, down at um, Eildon, you know, the way they're stocking and starting to spend some money and uh, reboost the populations, is, um, which is a great thing, you're going to find in maybe over the next 10 years, um, I think anyone within sort of an area of all their places with all these impoundments, they're going to have a great location everywhere. But... I'll pretty much say my local river, Blair yeah. Dam and Mulwala. Yeah. Mate, love, I love fishing with him at, at Mulwala. Um, you go there with an empty tackle box and come home with three full ones. That's fantastic. I've been on that train as well. <laughs> God, fishing a couple of Brazil. Matty, i got to say thanks very much for your time and yeah. just an insight into spinnerbaits. And from where you've come from, as we said 12 years ago, to get in just to have a product that – you wanted to get into to build for yourself, to start building for your mates, and where you've got to now. Um, listen, if anyone's listening, you're going cod fishing um, first of December, and Eildon doesn't have a, a closed section because it's yeah, at stock, but it, yeah. everyone else has um, has those closed seasons. Get yourself ready for cod season first weekend in or the first of December, um, December, yeah, and have a have a look at the uh, the gangster range. Um, Mate, you do yourself a disservice if you haven't got one in your tackle. Okay. Well, if you haven't got 10 in your tackle box. Beautiful. Seriously. Good on you, Matt. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Matty. Matty, thanks very thanks, much, boys. Mate. Cheers. Matt Kameen joining us there from uh, from Wagga, from uh, Gangster Lures yeah, on Merv Hughes Fishing. Fishing. Merv Hughes. Merv Hughes. Fishing. Wagga. Fishing. Wagga, Wagga. Merv Hughes Fishing and Matt Kaneen there from uh, from Wagga from uh, Gangster Lures. You know, it's, it's interesting. That's the, I love that story about the, the Legends Lures taking over an Australian oh, yeah. company, yes. taking over an Australian yeah. brand and looking after. That's a, yeah. that's a really good story. I must admit, I thought he was keeping that under his hat, close to his chest and all that sort of stuff, but happy to get it out there now. Legend Lures, anyone who fishes would know of that brand and, like you said, wants to keep it Australian. Yeah, it's terrific. And, that's great. And even the story of Matt himself, um, just thought he could do something a little bit better, started building his own spinnerbait, started catching fish, mates want a couple, more mates want a couple, mates of mates want a couple. Then he met me and he had to go into mass production. <laughs> right. Oh, I want a lot. <laughs> you know what amazed me? The technical side yeah. of it, the, yeah. the, all the, the blades and all the yeah, things the blue, he talks yeah. about and the vibrations and yeah. the, what this does this yeah. and that. It's quite, it's very technical. Yeah. But if you travel to those real cod heartlands, like you're saying about now the river, river arena in New South Wales, even, even up in northern New South Wales, Around Glen Innes and deep water, right. these all these tackle stores. That's all they stock, Kevin. You see spinner bait after spinner. You okay. see walls of them, and, and there's that many um, that many out there. But a meter twelve is his biggest. What's been your biggest, big fella? Um, Seventy-seven. Okay. 77 what? 77 centimetres. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're talking length. I'm sorry. Oh, 77 metres, you muppet. <laughs> what do you reckon? Well, you just you change the parameters, see? I, I, hadn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware you hadn't got to a metre. I thought no, you no. would have got to a one point something. No, no, 77. 77. 77. That's a reasonably sized fish. That's not a bad size yeah, fish. It's, it's not a big fish. fish. So not massive. 65 centimetres at... Um, at uh, Yarrawonga, so Lake Mulwala, uh, last year in the Dash for Cash, which got me ninth in the Sunday morning session, but I don't want to talk Jeez, too much about that. Jeez, you jumped on that pretty quick, Kev. No. And, and <laughs> better still, better than coming ninth, 
Won the raffle, got the fishing rod too. <laughs> Giddy up, what a great day that was for fishing. <laughs> no, there's some great fisheries around. And even yeah. places places like Lake Gildon, you can fish all year around, yes. as, as we yeah. touched on. And plus, like lot, lot Matty was saying, about the government's getting into it now. Yeah. That Rockland's out near yes. Trevor, near, near Tolongo yeah. and Horsham. Yeah. Give that five or six years, that's probably going to be Australia's premier premier sort of club. Yeah. Well, Eildon, Eildon too, they, they've stocked Eildon. So it's open season. There's no closed season there, Kev. So what you've got to do, please um, remember, if you're fishing in the Murray, it's New South Wales waters. Now, most of the New South Wales and Victorian f- fishing regulations um, just match up, but there, there are a couple a little bit different. Why would so, that be? Don't we live in the same country? Shouldn't exactly. We have, shouldn't we have the same? Should we have standard regiment? Yeah, it's, old... it's like standing at the urinal. Okay. <laughs> New South Wales fishery, Victoria fisheries. Right. You know, we know what I'm doing. Who's you. got the bigger uh, legislation? <laughs> urinal. Um, but the, the big one is just understand your bag limits, understand your size. Now there's a slot size, and I'm pretty sure it's 50 to 75, but I would check that. Yeah. There's closed season. I reckon it's first September to the first of December. Yep. Um, if you're out there chasing trout as well. There's a closed season. So just make sure you understand the rules and regulations wherever you fish. All right. And you can go to websites and find out all those things oh, so before you go out there. Well, there's booklets sure in your local tackle shop too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. When you're first... in your local tackle shop, make sure you check out those gangster lures. We nearly got through the whole episode without him whinging about his arm, Kev, so it must be getting well, better. Well, time for an injury update to, <laughs> just to finish <laughs> this podcast. And uh, now here's uh, Dr. Hughes with an update on uh, his uh, current, the current uh, rehabilitation on his... <laughs> Chip it's on been, his shoulder. It's been it's been two it's been two weeks since we've spoken about it. Yeah. I, I thought everyone just forgot, but uh, in a brace now, limited movement, moving to a brace. I reckon in a couple of days with. Is your whole bit body more. in a brace because it's got limited movement? Move uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, podcast. This is podcast number six. Thanks for listening. And on that note, we'll tune out. Thank there you. might not be a podcast seven. <laughs> Thank you, boys.